Hello, Asaf. Hello. Hello, Chris. Hello. Hello, Chris. We know you're out there listening. Chris is traveling with the family today. So, Chris, wherever you are, uh, or maybe you're back already, but we know you're listening. So send us a message. And hello to all our friends out there all around the world who are interested in the wisdom of Kabbalah, who are interested in what the wisdom of Kabbalah has to say about this incredible, historic, adventurous time that we are in. Uh, we called our show The Great Transition. As we talk about this transition, uh, also the Kabbalists call this time that we're the last generation, the last generation living a corporeal life, and the first generation to transition, still living a life in this world, but also to develop life in the spiritual world simultaneously. We're going through a really special time of transformation. Many operations are taking place in our inner lives, and we're not really aware of it. Uh, we feel things, but, um, you know, for example, if you were allergic to a food and you felt really crappy and you didn't know that it was because you were allergic to a food and you just ate that food every day for dinner and you just always felt crappy, just have no way yet to kind of name what's going on and how to deal with it. Another clear example, better example for us here, because we're talking about our development there's nothing wrong with any of us. We're in a process of development. So baby could become the most perfect human ever. A baby starts at some point to feel cold and feel heat, but doesn't have any words, any language. Say, I'm cold or I'm hot. So maybe the baby could let out a cry or something, or maybe it's not enough for a cry, but the baby has no language for the things that the baby is feeling. Or the baby gets hungry, but it's not just hungry for a vegetable. Maybe it wants a cracker. I don't know, maybe because the tooth is hurting. You know, it's teething. It needs something stronger to, to scratch the gum or something. But without the language to understand the feelings, you're stuck at the beginning of this process of development. And there's all kinds of what seems like suffering or bad states. So we're now in a lot of these suffering states or bad states. Uh, in our generation, though, are you talking us off? I can't hear you. Oh, sorry, I was muted. I mean, I mean, when you say suffering, you mean as a species, as a, as a humanity, as, as a society, each and a, every person, and also as a species, right? Uh, unless there's somebody out there who has no suffering in their life, so let us know. We want to know about that. <laughs> I think. I think that nature has a way of advancing all of us uh, beyond just being animals. So anyway, let's get back to our story. So in our generation, it's very unique. As we were saying, it's a very special time. The wisdom of Kabbalah was prepared for us. Maybe it was like, like a nice stew. You know, you cook a stew for a long time, so it gets like real soft and all the flavors and it waited until we developed until we had these feelings the special kind of feelings we're having now because if we just had our monkey feelings there's not much to work with there but now we have all of these nuanced different feelings and we have language from science and from our modern world and all these different broken pieces and all kinds of people we have a language now that we can really understand more of the nuances of these feelings so we take the wisdom, instead of having to develop it all from scratch, the wisdom of Kabbalah comes from the end of the game. 
and brings us that language to start putting on top of all of these feelings and all this process of development we're going through. It takes, uh, it's called actually the language of roots and branches from the spiritual world to our world. So it takes a really unique perspective and a new kind of perception to understand reality, to understand the higher dimension and someone who doesn't know what's going on or what you're talking about they think what are you predicting the future you know are you mm-hmm. some kind of mystic you're fortune telling kabbalists yeah. these, these fortune telling kabbalists <laughs> yeah these couple weirdos with beards on thursday they have some power that they're telling you about no not at all uh there are things that if you see them you may think that for example in your personal life something happens today or yesterday and you're like i'm in a bad situation this is bad or uh, you could even say, like, curled up in your bed, saying, like, it can't get worse than this. Mm-hmm. I've been there in my life, probably. Most people have had those moments where it's like, this is horrible, and it can't get worse. Uh, or we could look at the world. You know, you asked before, are you talking uh, personally, or are you talking, you know, glo- well, you asked, are you talking globally? Look at the world. We say, this world is headed for destruction. I can't see any way that all of these different religions and all these different groups of people are going to be able to stop escalating this conflict. They're going to be able to get along. And we have climate problems compounding. Soon we're not going to have food. So what is unique, what the unique perspective of the Kabbalists, the Kabbalist says, for example, bless for the bad as well as for the good. It's not some kind of... uh, Oh man, you went. You went. You went with a. Uh, <laughs> that's a difficult. It's not, a, a no, difficult no, it's really easy. Formula actually. to get your head around. I'm going to show yeah. you a video. Okay. I'm going to show you a very short video. It's all gonna right. Make it really going to wrap it all up. Um, when you so, so bad and good have something to do with our pers- our current perspective, right? In this world, this world. Yes. The unique perspective of the Kabbalist is above time and space. In spirituality, the perspective is not the same as this world. In this world, everything occurs on a timeline. On a timeline, there's a beginning, and there's a middle, and there's an end. And I encourage everybody here to think about anything in your life. There's some time connected to it. Anything you could think of, a thought, a desire, a trip, a work, a child, everything exists in this world on some time. And not only that, at the beginning, before the beginning, there, there could even be some preparation before the beginning. But everything happens on some time. I'm going to show you something, uh, an awesome video I saw this week. It's a little bit old. But if you saw this, you'd be totally frightened if you saw it at the beginning or the middle, but if you saw when it's done, you think it was the most cute thing you've ever seen in your life. So if you are seeing reality in one snapshot, it could be very frightening. And there may be certain things you have to do at that time. And maybe that's why the emotions are coming. Okay, let's look at it first. You know what I'm talking Show about. Show it. Oh. Okay, okay, relax. <laughs> okay, can you see okay. this window here? From the BBC? Uh, yeah. Let me just wait a second. Let me see if we can. Yeah. Here we go. Now, now okay, we can watch this. Watch this. The human yeah. face finally all comes together. 
We've taken data from scans of a developing embryo, so we are able to show you for the very first time how our faces don't... I mean, if you saw, God forbid, your child looked like that, you would be like nervous, right? <laughs> the three main well, I, if, if, if all kids look like that, then no. <laughs> if all kids don't look like that, right. Yeah, that's great. This whole yeah, okay. The bits coming together. So if right. you were to see the baby's face, mm -hmm. and all of that happens, by the way, uh, between like two and three months. If right. it doesn't happen between two and three months, it doesn't happen at all. So there is some system that if you understand the process, you wouldn't be frightened if you saw that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But if some doctor came and showed you that picture and said, Saf, here's your baby, he'd be like, yeah. oh my God, that's so Yeah, or if you were like, okay, here's where we're, where we're at right now, and we don't know where it's going. <laughs> it's like, yeah. it's like, so, yeah. Uh, what article does Balasalam say? We can only understand why things are the way they are at the end of their development. Right. Um, is it peace I, in the world. Um, no, I think that one is uh, maybe the ah yeah, the, the, it's in the peace some of it, but you, you're talking about the fruit analogy, right? Like the ripened fruit, the ripening fruit. I think I'm that's not sure. I think it's teaching of Kabbalah in its essence. Anyway, so one of them. Okay, yeah. he he gives this in, in the process of the development of of humanity. You know, if you saw, uh, so let's instead of giving going into another example, let's just explain it. If you saw the process of humans developing, humanity developing, if you don't know where it's going, and that's specifically the picture that the Kabbalists give you, where it's going, and then it starts to tell you all of the steps backwards. Uh, then you could be very frightened by what's going on. But, and this is what it means, kind of the blessing for the good as well as blessing for the bad. Because from our perspective, it seems like bad. But if we rise up or when we change our perspective, we understand the blessing for the good, blessing for the bad means that working with both forces that are moving yeah. reality forward. And, and yet, easier said than done. We have to say that. I mean, it's um, sometimes it's uh it's difficult you know even even when you know even when you know um that that everything is part of a process and the process is leading to a higher better more advanced state it you say that it's uh hold on you say that it's hard it should be easy though it should be easy if all the music that's around us and all of the environment around us, uh, if all of our social media that we were checking all day long was pushing us towards this connected future where through that connection we perceive this other reality, if mm -hmm. every day we opened up uh, Instagram, TikTok, whatever i'm not going to say that i check facebook i'm not that old you know if you check whatever social media and it was all the time just influencing us towards a good reality then it could happen very quickly it doesn't have to take yeah um yeah we're still we have a way to get there <laughs> okay let's let's um let's go there then let's let's talk about it the our title today is uh, the TikTok algorithms and our spiritual future.
So, okay. So we wanted to talk about this for a while, actually, right? Uh, but I think that uh, what what triggered this is that recently more and more um, leaders and scientists are seeing from different perspectives that TikTok is a big issue. TikTok is a big issue. It's not just another uh, app that uh, people, you know, spend their time there mindlessly. It's much worse than that. And um, and so for, you know, for anyone who's been living under, the, under a rock in terms of social media, TikTok has over 1 billion users. Uh, it took over the world uh, wow. very, very fast. It's the most used social media site uh, of all time. And today it's at the point where even uh, four and five-year-olds spend on average 80 minutes a day on it just just imagine like a four four year i mean think about our childhood for a second right before social media was even before a smartphone was even a thing right uh and now think yeah. about about the four or five or five year old spending 80 minutes a day scrolling tiktok oh boy anyway so t tiktok uh, there's a bunch of tangents to get into but the, the i'll get into one uh, just very quickly, and then we'll go to the more meat and potato of what, what we really want to talk about. So TikTok comes from a company called ByteDance, which is Chinese. It, it originates in China. And it started, that company started uh, pretty much about a decade ago, which is more or less the same time when China, when the CCP, the government there, uh, marked AI as top priority for China. Now, China, again, this is a quick tan tangent, this is not a show about China, and we're not experts in that, but um, we do have a friend who uh, uh, knows it better, let's just leave it at that. Uh, China uses AI, it has to, uses AI extensively uh, for years now, uh, and it's building it up, the usage of, of AI, in order to track, manage, and govern. It's 1.4 or so billion people. Uh, there's street street cameras with facial recognition technology that quickly put face to a name like instantly. There's a social credit system where people actually get get a score, and that's that makes all of these uh, technologies that China uses basically allow them to not just respond to social unrest or social events, but predict where there's gonna be a social problem and anticipate it, predict it, and take care of it in advance. Plus, China's stated goal is to be a world leader in AI by 2030. So China is very big on AI, uh, probably uh, much more uh, advanced than we in the West uh, think. In any case... You, you didn't, one thing you didn't yeah. say that also is they can uh, easily steer public opinion. Sure, with that, yeah, and TikTok is a big part of it. I mean, social media uh, is a big part of it. Um, but yeah, uh, so so that that's China. Let's put it aside for a second. But but TikTok, TikTok is an app that comes from China, and it taps into our, I would say, biopsychosocial nature. Uh, it, it it it's it is very deeply influential on our 
biological mechanisms, how our brains are wired, and our psychosocial influences uh, that, that, that in terms of how we judge ourselves with respect to ourselves and how society sees us. And, and TikTok taps into all of that. And the way TikTok works, again, I'm speaking as if no one uh, knows it, but I'm, I'm assuming everyone knows it. It's just a matter of degree, whether you're addicted to it, used it a little bit, or barely used it. But you know that, that the, the big thing with TikTok is that uh, this company, ByteDance, really created the most addictive thing possible. They really created the most addictive uh, user interface and user experience with sh that is centered on short videos. And those short videos, they they started from just uh, three seconds to fifteen seconds. Then after a year or two years, TikTok uh, made the limit one minute, then three minutes. Today you can even post ten minutes, but no one really, uh, n not many people use it. In any case, that's what it really is based on. These very short videos, vertical scroll, it captures the entire screen, so you got no place to run. And the thing that happens is, it's, it's as simple as that. You get a dopamine hit, uh, uh, and you want it again. And because, so you keep scrolling, and just like in Vegas, in, in a slot machine... How does it give you a dopamine hit? Because you saw something that catches your attention, that, that, uh, that pleases your senses, that uh, excites you, that thrills you, that, that, that gives you a certain kind of moment of dopamine, of dopamine hit, in that uh, uh, it awakens the pleasure centers in your brain. In other words, we call it a dopamine hit. And It's like what McDonald's did with the hamburger they did with your... Yeah, but figured out the exact amount of fat to salt to crunch. That's to food chew. engineering. That's food engineering to just make you uh, make it really, really tasty and please you. Uh, you know, uh, please your palate and 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 so on. But here, what we're talking about is a little bit different, because here, what happens is you you start scrolling the app, and then something catches catches you catches your attention. You like what you saw, uh, whatever it is. It could be something visual. It could be something intellectual, maybe even. Uh, but but something caught your caught your your interest, and you get a little dopamine hit. And what happens is, uh, the user interface is based in such a, is designed in such a way where it's so easy to quickly scroll through dozens and hundreds of just beginnings of videos, so you can mm. quickly. Go through, oh, that's not it, that's not it, that's not it. Oh, here is the one. That's nice. I'm going to watch that one to the end. Okay, that's not it, that's not it, that's not it. That behavior is something that psychologists call uh, random reinforcement, right? Well, you, you're looking for that thing that will excite you. You're looking for that dopamine hit, but it doesn't happen in each video. And it's designed that way. Just like in Vegas, the slot machines don't let you win all the time. The slot machines let you win some and lose some. And so every time you lose, you keep and doing it again because like you want to win. almost winning sometimes too. Exactly. That's what, and that is what's called wow. to keep you scrolling. And the, the algorithms are aware of that, so to speak. The algorithms account for that. So the hold on, so altruistic people have designed this? 
<laughs> right, <laughs> right. What's behind well, all this? this what's this, well? Oh this, man, we can go I into go the end. And I was just seeing it at the beginning or the middle. This seems very scary. But but the yeah, it's scary because the it really is. I mean, look, all social media works that way. Facebook, YouTube included. It's just that TikTok is the best and therefore the worst. <laughs> it's the best at it's the best at creating this hamster wheel experience. Essentially, they designed a very addictive experience to put you in a hamster wheel and just keep scrolling. When you scroll, you're literally turning the hamster wheel. That's what you're doing. That's what's happening. And so it's the, it's again most addictive user interface and, and user experience. Now research is now showing that this is obviously neurologically damaging. Now I'm saying obviously, but it's not that obvious. This research is just coming out in the in the in the last uh, two three years, and gradually more and more information is piling up about how just how much it damages your brain so obviously it lowers your attention span because you're used to you you get used to quickly scrolling if something doesn't keep your attention for two seconds basically three seconds or less that's pretty much the number so if something is not interesting for you within three seconds buy 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 next one next one next one until you get that dopamine hit hit again and so it lowers your attention span, and worse than so, that, yeah, yeah. Okay, so the, the one of the, the one of the main I remember one of the main points we learned at the beginning of studying the wisdom of Kabbalah, like the, one of the biggest axioms of the whole thing, is that we are a desire, and we want to get as much pleasure as possible for the least amount of effort. Exactly, and it works. So it, they they figured it out too. <laughs> you see, you don't need to be a kabbalist to to understand. So what's the problem? To understand human nature, the problem is that when you uh, uh, when you design such an experience whose purpose is to maximize your attention, to just get you running the hamster wheel, scrolling, scrolling up, same thing. When you do that, the, the, the damage to your brain is, is becoming apparent. It's like, you know, when you have an itch and it feels good to scratch it and you just keep scratching it until you wear away all the skin. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good example. Check, check this out. TikTok is bad for your brain. Constant social media streaming narrows collective attention span and adversely affects mental health. Let me say a word about mental health because this it, it's worse than just than just okay. So people are becoming addicted. It's much worse than that. The fact that that behavior that that you're getting used to, it not, doesn't. It's not just lowering your attention, reducing your attention span. It it actually damages the same area in the brain. Uh, you can see it. This is a research specifically on that. It actually damages the area in the brain that is responsible for self-control. So you come out of TikTok. Let's say you spent an hour. You went on TikTok and you were like scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. And then you go out to life and you are more prone to get pissed at someone at work or your wife or your kids you have less self-control because you are numbing 
that ability in your in your brain. It also that damages your decision making uh, uh, processes along the same line. These, by the way, self control, attention span, uh, uh, decision making, all these going down. That exactly increases the likelihood of of depression and other mental illness. TikTok creates the perfect breeding ground for mental illness. And the algorithm is pushing uh, uh, pushing these videos uh, exactly to those people who are vulnerable to it. So if you're a depressive person already, the algorithm will identify that and will push more depressive content. If you... Um, if you are are an anxious person, then the algorithm will push more anxiety anxiety inducing I'm, videos. I'm waiting for the good part of the story. It, I think it's important to understand where where it's at first. I I do it's think very, it's important. It sounds, it sounds very very bad. It sounds like it's most not just of bad. World... It's bad in a specific way, and that's what's important here to to uh, to understand. Mm -hmm. If we, I don't think we should, we should just gloss over it. I think it's a, I okay. think it's really so what is important. The so what, you have you're, a, you're that, what? Sorry, say, you're say it again. All, you're, you're 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 hitting the, the app is able to constantly hit all of this these dopamine releases for a person. So when they leave the app, yeah, but it, yeah. So when they leave the app, they're they're left damaged essentially. That that it leaves damages. Uh, uh, it leaves you uh, with lower attention span. Damages your self control. Increases the likelihood of of depression. Harms your decision making processes. And and this is only now getting more and more uh, scientific recognition. the The thing is that the these algorithms guide you to this behavior they 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 don't just uh uh try to keep your attention you're you they create the, the the app creates algorithm loops that that reinforce the same kind of of uh mindless behavior on tiktok that it reinforces that in your life as well and then you have uh then you have also this issue of the the mimicking phenomenon that you see in in subcultures in mm -hmm. TikTok so so people are like mimicking each other and they just copy paste and the copy paste you know, and do the same thing because yeah. because of that you you now could really like or whoever is controlling this thing you could put a new word into the language you could make a new dance move and, yeah and children exactly. in every city in the world could do it you could take a song and make a song that the whole world would sing tomorrow bro there's there's a story uh something from the last two years where uh again it's the tiktok subcultures thing right so so what, what do we mean by subcultures there's all there's billions of, of videos right the algorithm yeah. once it identifies that you're interested in something it serves you more of that it's gradually Pulling you, sports, you pulling you into you into, a, into a rabbit hole. So uh, and this could get get very problematic and very dangerous. So there's there's a story, for instance, of TikTok induced ticks. What do I mean? So if you're interested in Tourette syndrome, 
And for some reason, you're interested in that and you start watching some TikTok videos on that. It, the algorithm directs you to watch more of that and more of that and you reach all kinds of corners of TikTok that you didn't even know existed because everything works there according to that for you algorithm, right? You just go, you just scroll. You don't, you, people barely use like the search there and it's it's more about... You're in a rest with an endless stomach and someone keeps bringing you all of the things exactly. like, that you like so, more and more. So people developed ticks. They were perfectly healthy and they were they developed ticks from watching TikTok, uh, uh, from watching uh, Tourette's related people who actually have ticks um, on TikTok. They just watched it and watched it, and the way that the user experience is built and how you they just started their body started mimicking that, and they actually developed symptoms. So so j no, that but I'm just excited a little bit. The more you explain it, I, I'm excited because I now want to load this stupid app with. I wish I was so much smarter. You know, you could, <laughs> you could, you could load everybody with with goodness. Right, that's where we want to get. But <laughs> I, I think it's really important to understand the power that that we are discovering here. I'm saying discovering because. You can go into a whole conspiratorial mode about how this comes from China and China has an interest in maybe stupefying the population of, of the West and you, you, can, you can go there. We can go into that kind of thing. And probably, probably a big, uh, uh, some of it is, is probably true. It, it's, it's, it, we can go into how TikTok in the, in the West and TikTok in China are two different things completely. We'll talk about it later maybe. But, but the point is that um, uh, I think that that no one, even the most nefarious, uh, uh, you know, uh, agendas and, and interests behind this, I don't think people completely anticipated what is happening. This is engendering behavior on on a new on a completely new level. the The way the algorithm is built. It's, it's also uh, another thing that's very different from Facebook and YouTube, right? It's very easy to go uh, viral on TikTok if you play by the rules of the algorithm. If you, if you get quickly, you capture the engagement, the attention of people within the first three seconds and you, you make them watch the whole thing and so on, the algorithm rewards you and it doesn't matter if you have no followers to begin with, if you have no authority. It's not like on YouTube where there's channels build their kind of subscriber base and authority and so on. And uh, on on TikTok, you can Whoever's easily on fire today. Yes, the and they can get and they can get easily thousands of views. Now, put children in that situation. Put youth and children in that situation. All of a sudden, now you start seeing how the algorithm controls directs their behavior. What they want to do is they start cloud chasing, right? They start chaining, they start chasing fame and followers and they see that it's doable. They see they can do it. And what's the easiest way to go viral in such a such on TikTok in Punch three in seconds? Take your clothes off. Exactly. And that's why provocative sex moves, uh, dance moves, sexy dance moves, I mean, <laughs> it's it's pretty much the same, right? On the, is is really what I don't know. I'm, I'm exaggerating here, but 90% of TikTok is just that. You just have, and it's mostly underage girls that are just you know with skimpy clothing. Just you know now now, and the funniest thing is, 
if you say that you know to any per person from the west then it's like okay so you guys are prudes you know okay this is you know we're, we're in the 21st century let people do it it's not about prudence this is about balance this is this has gone completely extreme this TikTok has become you you can go and look at some of the research TikTok TikTok because of this problem becomes a, a, a um, kind of a market for pedophiles there's a lot of problems there's a lot of problems that comes from this the bottom line with this regard in this regard is just that TikTok has tremendous power especially over Gen Z especially over the people who are younger and they don't stand a chance there's they have no uh, no chance of doing anything about it I also know, i know yeah. you you uh so i'm not on tiktok uh, but i did see a clip that joe rogan did about the terms and conditions of uh right TikTok. so right the phone once you put it on your phone it follows every how, how do they know exactly how do they how does do the algorithms and hugely sophisticated ai uh, how does it know to serve you what will make you more addicted how does it know so well to give you exactly what you're most vulnerable to what you're most susceptible to because it's in the terms of use this is open for anyone to everybody to see they collect Mess uh, uh, information about the messages you send in other apps, all the other apps you use, the sites you visit, the search history, your keystrokes, how your voice sounds, uh, your fingerprints, location data. They they can they can use all that information to predict your future behavior, and that's exactly so. Essentially, these this app knows you and understands your urges and impulses better than you understand yourself. Now put a put a 15-year-old or a 12-year-old well in front of that he doesn't stand a chance. And by the way all that information uh ByteDance which is again a Chinese company is required by law to share with the government. So you know that that's that's kind of another that's another tangent. Anyway so uh yeah that's our show for today. That's uh <laughs> good luck and see <laughs> good luck with that. <laughs> Um, no, I, I think, look, I think it, I, I came from, um, uh, I had a conversation with my son about social media and I, I saw how important it is just li social media literacy. Seriously. We, it's so important to just, uh, uh, explain that and talk about that with young, uh, um, uh, with, with young people who are, you know, just getting exposed to these devices and uh, they need to know what they're getting into uh, to some degree. Um, it's just, it's just, in, it's insane when you think about it and think about what what's actually happening. Um, so what what's um, <laughs> how do we get out of this? <laughs> where where is this going? You ask. <laughs> yeah. Why why are we why what's the value of talking about that? Uh, well, I got a lot of ideas. Uh, uh -huh from it uh it's you know is if, if i think you confirmed that the people who invented it are not altruists trying to um bring love to all of humanity so that's, i guess that's the biggest problem with the whole thing uh 
There is something yeah. exciting here, Seth. There is something exciting, Kabbalistically exciting, I would say, spiritually exciting. In all this it's basically madness. Like, it's basically like the baby face at two months old. That's that's the current state of TikTok. We are creating... Like all twisted and seems not the, right. I, I would I put it like this. The... the um, we, we are building the tool for shaping human thought and behavior on mass this we did not have that we did not have that you know the, the the there's something called school or the public education system which is supposed to like bring up a person uh you know but it's 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 mostly it's mostly just to teach them how to be workers that's pretty much why the public education system was created this tool what's happening now with these algorithms that study you and um, uh, and direct your behavior this is an infrastructure for um, for what could actually be a global spiritual revolution if we use it in a completely different direction so but 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 it's being built right now so so I, I see it like so the Chinese state surveillance system will be the infrastructure for the new spiritual revolution. in a way in a way in a way, not not directly that. Not it doesn't. I'm, I'm not saying you know. Okay, let's just take TikTok and and switch. But I'm saying yes. The, the those the the motives that we have today that run the world. Okay, so just like in the past, the 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 pursuit of money and power made the world made empires. Uh, uh, go to other countries and create roads and create transportation systems so they can get right. more resources from other places. Right? The the pursuit of uh, of of money made made uh, the the Wright brothers brothers invention uh, uh, you know uh, a global thing. And now there's aviation in the world and we can travel. I can I'm I'm coming to your place in in a few weeks. That wouldn't would not have been possible. Right? So all of those that egoistic pursuits made the world inevitably more interconnected and more more like a global village essentially what's happening now with tiktok is the infrastructure for a revolution of the human mind thought heart behavior emotion that's what we're creating without even being aware of it and uh, i don't think no i don't think that anyone in the ccp uh, uh, have that in has that in mind, but that is what's happening from a kabbalistic perspective. You know, there is this um, there is this uh, uh, quote that says, you know, the the wicked prepares it and the righteous will wear it. So essentially, mm -hmm. the the human ego um, prepares the infrastructure, and the human that evolves above the ego will be able to use it in a productive positive way um that's what i would say from a from a human evolution perspective here's um uh you with me you're uh did yeah. i did i okay here's mm -hmm. um here's something uh i ali my wife told me a couple of days ago which to me made it made a connection to this she went with the kids to um to a museum uh, two days ago, yeah, two days ago. Uh, she also went today, but it's to a different place. 
Uh, it was like a, either a museum or an art expo, something of that sort uh, in Tel Aviv, I think. Anyway, the fir- by the way, the first thing they, they went to was a cage. Uh, you go into a huge cage, hu- human size, and that's the first thing that you get into when you go into the museum. So what happens wow. is you, you go in there, and basically the people who are getting in after you, they, they are, you are the first thing they see. So all of a sudden, <laughs> you become... You in you, a cage. You, you're in a cage. Yeah, you in a cage becomes the first thing that, that the other people see. And that's what you see as well when you see other people who are in the cage before you. And that kind of gives the, the experience of what it means like to, uh, to feel like an, like, a, like an animal in a zoo or something like that. You kind of get that experience. Anyway, that, that, that's other just... Other people a, looking at you. Yeah, exactly. You get the feeling of wow, that's that's how people look at at uh, at animals in the zoo, kind of thing, and you kind of feel that as a person. So she she was able, and there were many other cool things there, and she was able to have many interesting conversations with them. Now, as a mother, she after each such uh, exhibit, after each each such experience, she would ask them questions. You know, get them to reflect, get them to think. What do you think? What, what, how how did this feel like? What, and and they came they come up with ideas. Yeah, but if I'm an animal, then maybe I don't feel like that. You know, they there's there's interesting conversation. And she told me about it, and I'm like, this is like the mother algorithm <laughs> that is completely opposite to the TikTok algorithm. So like the TikTok algorithm. Its goal is to hijack your brain, make you addicted as quickly as possible, dumber, shorten your attention span, make you narcissistic, uh, keep you in a loop chasing dopamine, reduce your self-control, and harm your ability to postpone pleasures. The mother algorithm, (laughs) that's like, the mother algorithm is... Always thinking, how can I bring up the child? How can I make them smarter, more capable, more competent, more reflective, more conscious, more aware, more sensitive? How can I make them think, make them be better? How can I make them, you know, make them the best version of themselves? Now, if you took the mom mom algorithm and just applied it to TikTok, we'd have a a whole different society. (laughs) <laughs> you know you know what i mean like you, so quickly too yeah so that that gives you a sense of what we're what we're building right now there's 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 yeah. a there's a um there's a theory it's called conjure the monkey it's called tipping point or something like that i'll show you um ah right talk, right 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 this could be a good time to to just to to show you yeah Check this out uh I don't know if I could find the post, which I can. Check this out. This one. Uh, 87% of Saudi men privately said they supported women working. They said that privately. but seventy percent thought that other men were less supportive. That wait, wait, wait. What... So, so first of all, this is Saudi Arabia, where where it's a different norms, right? The the different norm. So about around okay. women working. Okay. So most mm-hmm. men privately said mm-hmm. they supported it. Publicly, 
They said they don't support it. Mm. But when found out that uh, most men did support it, yeah, then men supporting their wives working uh, went up. So basically, they were oh, that's building interesting. their. That's cool. Really interesting, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Uh, their views are built not by something even in reality objective, but just about what other people think. Right. So there's... Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so they didn't even need to ch- fix anything in society itself. They didn't need to fix any laws. They didn't need to fix. They didn't need to fight against <laughs> we, anybody. It's All so they needed funny. to do was show everyone that everyone wow. else says it was okay. Yes. And then the whole behavior of the women changed. Right. The behavior of the men changed. The behavior of how they thought about their neighbors. I don't want to say I think it's okay that my wife works if my neighbor is going to think that I'm doing something that's against. So you imagine how compressed right we talked about the timeline before okay i need right. to overthrow the saudi government then i need to educate the women or maybe i have to educate the women first. then i need to overthrow the saudi <laughs> government then I need to, or it's a very long and convoluted and difficult and expensive process right or somehow yes through... yes yes we, we, we are tapping into this is what's happening that's a great example it's a brilliant example the the um um we are tapping into the social nature of our being which is far stronger and more hidden uh than we think you know what i mean like like the human is not a human we are not an individual humans there is no such thing as an individual human we are a network and everything that's happening to every person is dependent on all the other nodes in the network and especially those closer to you. And closer doesn't have to, to be geographically related. It could be closer in terms of, it, it depends on what the issue is. Closer in terms of your nationality or your religion or like in the Saudi Arabia case, your, your, who you are in relation to society, men in Saudi Arabia, Arabian society. So we are, we are creatures that we are networked creatures and mm-hmm. with t- what, what's nice. happening what's happening with tiktok when i you know when i look at um when do you can, can you imagine a picture of um um uh like hundreds thousands dozens of thousands hundreds of thousands of videos tiktok videos of people just doing like a stupid dance right? This is a reality mm-hmm. right now. This is a reality. You have millions of... of, of millions. Uh, millions. There's millions. There's literally mil- millions. And what's interesting is, again, and this is unique to TikTok, that someone starts a move with a certain music and the app allows you to reuse that music and do your own kind of version of the move, right? And then someone does it and someone copy-pastes it and copy-pastes it and copy-pastes it. And you have a ripple effect of human beings it's like doing... The starlings. It's like which is just like the starlings like moving or the bees, you know, the, the, the bees have a thing in, in specific areas in yeah. the world. There's a certain kind of bees where they do a wave, like a stadium wave. So that's what's happening. We've created an infrastructure that allows you to transmit a wave through human society. And it's not just a dance move. 
they're what's well, say like this, this. it's let's norms like this, the it's ideas yeah yeah go ahead let's say from the wisdom of kabbalah in the wisdom of kabbalah we talk about these five worlds or four worlds okay uh spiritual worlds what the the word world and the word concealment is the same world it's the the network exists already between all of these but as it comes down into our world we're kind of before our very eyes through clay through like protein and stuff we're building the network to kind of show us that it's oh it's kind of like throwing powder on an invisible man we're like you know spray painting an invisible man the structure is there right already yeah we're revealing it it's like with the um uh those uh laser the laser beams in the yeah yeah uh, yeah. but not only just to see it but to actually discover it in our feelings each time that's the whole that's the whole game right there everyone The, the the network exists in our world it's been concealed and we're discovering it but not discovering it just from our intellectual like oh like i threw powder on the invisible man and then i see him or on the the alarm lasers but that we are building it's already built but feels to us that we are building this structure until Uh we all arrive at the structure that already exists there and while we see TikTok, and while we see the climate and while we see the other problems this goes back to to my intro that's like seeing the baby's face at two months. We don't yes. see yet the process of what we're we, building. We are observing from a Kabbalistic perspective. We are observing all those states of the embryo developing. We're just living through them. And the initial states is just those very dangerous, even polluting, addictive kinds of uses of the network between us but it's the same network and just gradually it takes on a a positive shape a a shape where we actually can transmit and circulate love through the the network and positivity through the network and good intentions towards each other through the network it's just that what's the value what's the value of saying uh Oh, you know, is it is it just a game to say, okay, well, now we are, uh, okay, fine. I got the concept. We are, humanity is a baby, an embryo that's developing to be born into the spiritual world. No, I Why think do I, need to uh, now f- I would say it's a very serious and, and pragmatic issue. If I understand that the state, the situation, the state of the world and the way we use social media, TikTok as a case in point, right? If we understand that this is just uh, uh, just an initial rudimentary negative dangerous state that we have to evolve from, then we can start advancing that that next stage of development. Th- that means, look, the the I, I see it like this. It's like it's like the world, it, not just TikTok, but everything we're doing right now, global economy. Uh, you know, how we global politics, how we are in connection between countries and nations and also inside societies, uh, all of that. We, the world is like this construction site for the future world. And as a construction site, it's messy, it's dangerous, it's not habitable. It's not habitable. That's the point. 
yet it needs to be built and at the moment if we understand that the current world we're in is a construction site for the future world then we shouldn't try to perpetuate it and we shouldn't be trying to like make a life in this construction site <laughs> it's not it's not even it's not even yeah. the goal you know what i mean it's not like so, uh, so i'm not into the question so if you so okay. back to your question Finish so your if so the point is that if you see it like that then i think that you will be much less influenced by tiktok or anything else uh um, it, it will you will be much less susceptible to its negative influence because you see where it's at you understand where it's going and you can step out of it and not participate to the full so extent like though, everyone else well, does i'm asking for, and start building the future angle. okay okay so, you, so my, my point is why does it have to be why in the what? first place just in general okay so i we're, we're in the second month of the nine months of development or something so the, the point is though yeah that specifically from going through the feelings mm. that's the go to the blessing for the bad and blessing for the good going through the feelings of of encountering TikTok, of encountering mm -hmm. all of these things in social media separating what i uh, seeing what it is yeah what's happening i want to be involved yeah. in it it's sorting the sparks you know like separate oh what I, can I, I see what you want to point out yeah we are we're making new discernments we are learning who we are what we are what should we be doing with our time right. with our skills with our through, life this is how we're, we're discovering ourselves yeah so, so a big point a big uh, aspect of our discovery as human beings through TikTok is just how uh uh how malleable is our thought feelings behavior and how important it is what kind of influence we submit ourselves to what kind and of we can't... what kind of connection we because what's tiktok essentially it's a platform that connects people yes but it connects them in a very specific way based on a specific algorithm and so we are learning through that experience that oh this kind of connection makes us degenerate and it make and it lowers our attention span and it makes us more narcissistic and, and without criticizing anyone it's important for us to be able to sort these things to go through these yes. discernments and understand where am yes. i in all of this and so like you said welcome welcome the bad as for as as you welcome the the as much as the good essentially it's um, welcoming these negative states of development because they build the good states of development and if they're part of the good they're then they're no longer even bad and if we actually change our attitude to that we might not need to to stay in them for so long we could advance That's the whole we could, saudi and, example and, the whole saudi example is nice. it, you shrink yes. time yes nice you don't have to overthrow the government and and you know buy weapons and go fight with your yeah. neighbor you can shrink time if you, you get know, the dis to, to to be a little um 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 just so people don't think we're we're naive here right the the it is interesting from from this point of view that you brought up of how humanity is advancing in recognizing who we are what we are and where we where we're headed and how we want to evolve right and, and that's the purpose of these states it's interesting this state of affairs between the west 
and the East or specifically China and uh, uh, and the US, let's say, or it, it is interesting because when it comes to TikTok, China, uh, TikTok in China works completely differently, meaning they, they, they understand, they very well understand First of all, there is, let me just throw a few details in there, right? So there is no TikTok in China. It's a Chinese company uh, uh, intertwined and required by law to cooperate with the CCP, the Chinese government, because uh, that's how it works there. And um, uh, there is no TikTok in China. There is a parallel app that you cannot access unless you are physically in China. It's called Daoyin. That's the Chinese version of of TikTok, it's so different. A good citizen. Yeah, it's so exactly, and it's so different that uh, you can't interact. If you're on Daoyin and and I'm on TikTok in the other side of the world, we cannot interact. So TikTok is only is a product that that comes from China only for the rest of the world. For for China itself, there is a different product. In that product, yeah, videos that are seen as degenerate are actively removed doesn't exist on tiktok uh the algorithm promotes the police show up at that person's door also (laughs) right yeah well of course yeah there there's a section there called positive energy or something like that which promotes the the communist party's goals and and values but but it is interesting in the sense that the algorithm there promotes positive videos of hardworking people who share their accomplishments and, and, and academic accomplishments, athletic accomplishments, science projects, life skills. There's a youth mode in, in that app, in the, the, the Chinese version of TikTok, which means that if you're under 14, at 10 p.m., you cannot use the app. And it limits you to 40 minutes a day, even before 10 p.m. So so what, what am I... Uh, now, of course, this is you know the, the the Communist Party there is is promoting its 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 agenda and so on. But it's very interesting that you have a country that needs to run, manage one point uh, almost one and a half billion people, and they're very very aware of that power. It's a good that, case study that, just to see how the app is used for two different populations. Yes, but but also I think it says something uh, about what the West understands or doesn't understand versus what the what the, the Chinese understand. It, it's 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 interesting that um, um, uh, you know things we consider uh, in the West like free choice and democracy and freedom and all kinds of ideals of of liberalism and and um, and and freedom. Um, uh, so, you know, from a Chinese perspective, these are not related to freedom. They're like, if, if you don't take care of your population, we want to, they're basically saying, we want to take care of our population. We want them to be smart, successful, competent, capable. We don't want to reduce their attention span. We don't want them to watch the generative videos. We, we want to bring up the population, you know? And in the, in the West, we would say, you're trying to educate me instead of just letting me do what I want to do, which is scrolling mindlessly and becoming dumber, <laughs> you know? So it's a, it's a very, it's, it's an interesting, I'm just say, pointing out that if you look at the zoom out, I'm not saying this is good and this is bad or something like that. This is the state of the world. Humanity is a single society 
and it has different parts in it that are going through different scrutinies. And it's very, if you zoom out and look at human evolution, there's a lot going on right now from a, and the perspective of, the of consciousness. Yeah. When and back develops, to the baby, yes. First the, you know, first the organs, then the limbs. Right. And it leaves the limbs, yes. it goes back to, to the heart, and then it goes to the brain. And so we see the same thing happening as humanity is going through this great transition from our corporeal lives towards our... Let me say future. one thing, because uh, I saw something in the chat now that we have to, we don't have to, we have to wrap. I'm going to take just one thing just to answer this thing, and, and maybe you'll throw in a word about this as well. So ABC uh, um, is asking, and I think it's maybe your first time here or not, or something close to that. Uh, you're asking, so is China Kabbalistic? So let me just make it clear. <laughs> We're not saying China is not is not Kabbalistic, not, neither the West, and Kabbalah is not uh, promoting not communism and not capitalism, and all of those things are earthly, corporeal definitions and modes of behavior and modes of governance that are like stages before that... Uh, more advanced stage of human society that Kabbalah talks about. Kabbalah talks about a state of an integral society where we all operate based on a new, expanded, elevated perception that we are all pieces of a single global organism together with the rest of nature. That means that this will this kind of perception this kind of new consciousness will create something completely and totally different in terms of education governance uh, economics and everything else that we can't even imagine right now so the, uh, here i'm just we're just pointing out that hey look at what's happening here look at what's happening in china look at what's happening in the west we're just observing and surveying the the state of the world from like zooming out of it uh, on it so uh um Anyway, I don't know. The, 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 can you can you add something to that? You want to maybe, maybe? Uh... No, I think we 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 made a lot of uh, people can get super confused, and uh, I'm okay right. with that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you got a right, you got a song for us? We'll see you, you next gotta... Thursday. Yeah, we'll see you next Thursday, two p.m. Eastern. Uh, we're reading all your messages in the chat. Uh, if we're not reading them during the show, we get to them after the show. So let us know what you think, and we'll see you next time. Thursday, 2 p.m. Eastern. See you then. Bye-bye. Oh, give us some volume. All right.
Change our nature. We wanna live in love and unity. 